This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 801, Three Things the Golden Girls Taught Me About Grief, by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. Hello, everybody. Happy to have you here for a new week of ORD. I am your host, Greg Audino, hoping you all had a swell weekend. We are back with you again to help you optimize your relationships, and we are going to be narrating from our old friend, Shelby Forsythia, this time. It's not just Shelby, though. She is going to be getting a little bit of help from who else but the Golden Girls in today's post, as she wonderfully breaks down some of the best lessons the show had to offer about grief. So let's not wait another second. Time to revisit a classic show and start optimizing your life. Three Things the Golden Girls Taught Me About Grief by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com It's amazing how four fictional women have impacted my life. The Golden Girls, the show that used to be my personal escape of choice from the pain of losing a close-knit friendship, has morphed into one of my favorite portrayals of death, divorce, and diagnosis, the losses so many of us face across our lifetimes. I love finding grief vignettes in there every day. So, when I celebrated the 10th episode of my podcast, I made it special by focusing solely on The Golden Girls, a show that has not only made me laugh until I cry, it's informed and reframed my perspective on grief. Dorothy, Rose, Blanche, and Sophia were witty, smart, caring, and resourceful when it came to loss, sometimes cracking jokes, sometimes sitting together over coffee or cheesecake, sometimes telling stories about the past. Through the myriad of ways they coped with the losses they faced on the show, they taught each other, and their viewers, three heartwarming truths about facing grief. Number one, death is inevitable, but we don't have to do it alone. What's interesting about the Golden Girls is that death is not a new concept for them. Oftentimes on sitcoms, when a death happens, it's a new or shocking event for most of the characters. Dorothy, Rose, Blanche, and Sophia were introduced already knowing death on a personal scale. So the truths they presented were based on previous life experience. From the very first episode, Blanche, Rose, and Sophia were quick to tell stories of their deceased husbands, and within the first season, all of the girls attended a funeral together, talked about Rose making up a will, and faced the very real possibility of Sophia dying. What they taught throughout all seven seasons of the show is that, yes, death happens. Sometimes it's expected, and sometimes it's not, but it's a reality that all of us face. The girls also taught through their words and their actions that we do not have to face death alone. Several episode openers included a pair of the girls coming back from a funeral. They all supported each other through Blanche's father's death and Dorothy's brother's death, and many, many kitchen table cheesecake scenes included stories of friends and family who were deceased. Number two, former partners are never truly out of our lives, but we can set healthy boundaries for those relationships. Only one character in the show comes close to appearing as often as the Nuclear Four, and that's Dorothy's ex-husband Stan. 
The Golden Girls does a wonderful job of depicting the longevity of divorce. Dorothy and Stan's relationship isn't just a focus of the first couple of episodes. It's a recurring point of conversation and interaction in all of the seven seasons. If Stan isn't physically present in an episode, Dorothy or Sophia is telling a story about him, or one of the girls speaks with him on the phone. This is very aligned with how divorce plays out in our real lives. Divorce is very different from death in that the people we divorce or break up with are all still very much alive. Dorothy and Stan try on a lot of relationships before the series finale. They hate each other up close and at a distance. They think about getting back together and almost get married. They sleep together. They go to therapy together. They own real estate together. They parent their kids together. And they work through an IRS audit together. Finally, at the beginning of the last season, Dorothy tells Stan their relationship seems to work best when they're just plain divorced. And he agrees. What these constant interactions teach is that it's okay for former partners to linger in our lives. Often, we can't prevent it. But we can communicate where we are and what we're feeling, so we can set healthy boundaries with them going forward. Number three, diagnosis can change how we see ourselves, but we have the power to reframe. The average ages of the Golden Girls gave the writers of the show a golden opportunity to explore diagnosis. Menopause was a recurring theme in the show, and in one episode where Blanche finds out she's going through the change, is a deep dive into the idea that our diagnoses have a big impact on the identities we create for ourselves. Another episode features a bitter Dorothy refusing to get a hearing aid. Another episode shows Rose facing the possibility of contracting AIDS from a blood transfusion she received during surgery. And of course, we learn from the very first episode that Sophia is living with the after-effects of a stroke. A stroke that destroyed the part of the brain that censors what she says. What The Golden Girls does, and does beautifully, is shows that it's normal and natural to be emotionally affected by a diagnosis you receive. We all see ourselves in very specific ways, and we all have a desire to be young and healthy. But our changing and aging bodies don't hold up flawlessly with time. Diagnosis definitely alters our identities, but we have the power to reframe and recalibrate those identities to include our diagnoses as well. You just listened to the post titled, Three Things the Golden Girls Taught Me About Grief, by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. The Golden Girls, what a show. Uh, Fun fact about me, in spite of the fact that I was born in 1991, for some reason, uh, The Golden Girls was a show that my high school girlfriend and I watched together religiously. I don't know where it came from or what compelled us to not do or watch something more normal for 17-year-olds, but that's what we love to do, and uh, no regrets, I suppose. This is a great show and a great assessment of it on behalf of Shelby, and in spite of how weird it may sound that I used to watch it at such a young age, um, I feel the lessons Shelby highlighted are really very crucial for youngsters. A common fallacy at that young age is to dodge or avoid or convince ourselves that death and divorce and other adult despairs are not for us. We don't think about them. We ignore them or, you know, at the very most, choose to put off learning about them until we are swept up in one of them. And while part of being young is the tendency to not conceive of such things, learning the truths about them, truths illustrated by the Golden Girls, 
indeed allows us to be better prepared for them and not have our first instinct to be running away when they do come up, but rather to accept the ups and downs, accept the inevitabilities, and find sanctuary in a support system of friends that can help us through. So this episode goes out to the young guns. Watch this show full of old ladies. And uh, for parents, make your kids watch the show full of old ladies. <laughs> Thank you to Shelby for letting me revisit the Golden Girls today. Thank you to all of you fine people for stopping in and listening. We're going to close out our first episode of the week, but have no fear. We will be back again tomorrow with a great post featuring Therapeutic Techniques by Shana Olmstead. I will see you there, everyone, where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>